Ever wonder what it's like living in a house full of cats? Me either, until I recently found myself with eight permanent cat residents and occasional foster cats. I'm Sabrina Lee, and I'm a self-proclaimed crazy cat lady. I am not a cat expert and offer no advice to others. Anything I share is from my own experiences, unless otherwise credited. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. On each episode of Whole Bunch of Cats, I'll be sharing stories about life with so many cats. You can also see adventures with current residents on TikTok and Instagram at Whole Bunch of Cats. Twitter is Whole Bunch of Cat because adding the S made the handle too long. And now, without further ado, let me tell you a cat story. Every time someone asks me, hey, how many cats do you have? I get so awkward and uncomfortable because I know the next word out of my mouth is going to change the way the person thinks about me. (laughs) Or at least that's what I think is probably going to happen. There's eight cats that live here. Eight. But I would like to start the conversation by saying four of them are not mine. I mean, I'm currently responsible for them, but eventually they will move out with the kids. So maybe that makes me feel a little bit better. With eight cats, it can be hard to keep everyone straight. I've been referring to all the cats as a committee. Allow me to introduce each member. Izzy is a gray-haired tabby. He loves to be outside, but is scared of everything. Squirrels chase him. Each morning, he'll come into the garage to eat only if no other cat is outside or able to get to him. He's the only non-shelter cat in the committee, meaning we did not adopt him from a shelter. He was actually given to us as a gift. Izzy hasn't always lived outside, and with Missouri cold weather, I imagine he'll move back into the house come December, January. Izzy is extremely moody and is currently mad at us for adopting so many cats. A couple of the other cats have been bullying him, And instead of standing up for himself, he's chosen to just stay outside. When Izzy first came to live with us, we purchased toys, cat trees, scratching posts, all things any kitten or cat would love to have. However, he preferred to stay outside, so indoor toys did not appeal to him. That's when I decided maybe we needed another cat. We could rescue someone from the shelter. I also really wanted to find a two-faced cat. You know what a two-faced cat is where one side of their face is one color and the other side is another? Well, when I saw Scarlet, I knew she was going to be ours. Scarlet is a torty manx. She doesn't like people or cats or the outside. She spends a lot of her time hiding and just when you think she's gone for good, she comes out of her hiding space. Once her space is discovered, she'll find another. Scarlet came from a hoarder situation but has adjusted to her new life. Scarlet, spelled S-C-A-R-L-I-T, was named by the tweens teens who live here. Well, they're not tweens and teens anymore. They're teens and 20-year-olds. But anyway, she was named, the spelling of her name came from the kids because she was, in quotes, lit. During that time, when we got Scarlet, everything was lit. Son would reply to everything with, That's lit. And actually, I liked the name Scarlet, and the kids convinced me of the spelling. 
Since she was so shy at the shelter, we didn't hold her before we adopted her. She was put in a carrier by staff, and it wasn't until we got home that we saw she didn't have a tail. Up until that point, we didn't know what a Manx was, and we thought maybe something had happened to her. The shelter is very thorough, so had something happened, they would have told us. Skylar, my youngest, googled Taylor's cat, and that's when we learned Scarlet was a Manx. Scarlet is a timid kitty who isn't allowed outside. The fear is, once she's out, she won't come back home. The first summer we had her, she ran out the door. I had this idea that she'd come home, just like Izzy did. Unfortunately, this was not the case. She ran up a tree. It was night, and I thought she'd either stay up in the tree all night, or she'd be at the door waiting to come inside in the morning. Neither were true. We were so sad that Scarlet was gone. People suggested all kinds of things to find her. My sister said, cats are good at hiding. She's probably very close to the house. Put her litter box and food outside. She'll smell them and come home. Neither the litter nor food brought her to the front door to be let inside. She'd been gone a couple of weeks, and we'd about given up. Then, on a random day at 4 a.m., we hear loud cat meows. I jump up and grab Skylar because I thought it was Scarlet. It was actually Izzy. Then, on a random day at 4 a.m., we hear loud cat meows. I jump up and grab Skylar, my youngest, because I thought it was Scarlet. It was actually Izzy. He tracked Scarlet down and was letting us know we needed to come get her. Outside we went, we saw Scarlet on the side of the house. Izzy had her cornered. Now how to get the skittish baby into the house. To this day, she will not be picked up. She's super skittish and will run away. We didn't want to chase her. Skylar sat on the grass and waited patiently for her to come closer. We had the garage door open. The plan was to get her into the garage and close that door. Then we could get her in the house. But after a couple of hours, we realized that this was not going to work. She was not moving toward the garage, rather further away from the house. Finally, Skylar got just close enough to Scarlet that, in fact, Skylar grabbed the cat and ran into the garage yelling, Mom, I've got her! Open the door! Once Skylar let her down inside the house, she immediately went into hiding. But at least she was in the house. The third cat to move in with us is Willow. Willow's an alarmist. He's a black cat with a unique meow. When something's amiss, he screams in his bellowing, high-pitched yelp until someone pays attention and fixes the issue. He also uses this form of communication with the other cats, who are completely perplexed by his noise. He prefers to be outside during the day, but stays close to the house, lounging on a window box. At night, he typically stays inside. He gets along with cats, but doesn't much care for humans. Birdie is the fourth member of the cat committee. She's our first foster fail. Before Birdie, we typically fostered kittens, but there was a need for older cat fosters. When Birdie came to us, she was bonded with another older cat, and when that cat passed, we adopted Birdie. Birdie is a hunter. When she first arrived, she'd not eaten properly. Her legs were disproportionate to the rest of her body. This ginger tabby was all skin and bones. I have a feeling this is why she's the best, and only, hunter in the cat committee. She's an indoor-outdoor cat as well as a lap kitty. And unlike Willow, she loves attention from humans. Lila is the fifth member of the cat committee. And she's actually my son Jaden's cat. 
I call her an escape artist as she has a knack for leaving the house undetected. She's an indoor cat as she has a history of biting people. Though she's never bitten us, we learned with our other cats to allow her to get acclimated with us at her own pace. She likes to be near us, just not on us. Occasionally, she'll sneak outside and I'll have to pick her up to bring her in. She won't bite me, but she makes a weird curdling noise to tell me she is not happy. While she's living here, we do our best to keep her inside and accounted for. The cat burglar, Sushi. Sushi must have everything. She's a thief with no purpose. Sushi was another foster fail and the sixth cat in the cat committee. We had a litter of six kittens to foster until they hit weight, which is two pounds. Two pounds, cats can be adopted. Well, they can be adopted in Missouri um, once they're spay or neutered and they can't have their surgery until they're two pounds. So they have to be two pounds in order to get adopted. Sushi was the most shy of the six. And by this point, we'd gotten really good at socializing cats. Skylar asked if they could adopt Sushi. I remember thinking, I mean, what's one more? I was still thinking Jaden would take Lila and Sushi would be Skylar's. So that would leave me with just four cats. Sushi is an indoor cat, but really wants to transition to outside. Unfortunately, as soon as she goes outside and realizes there's no grown-up watching her, she immediately scrambles back into the house. On occasion, she snuck outside when others were being let out. I've shut the front door on her, not knowing she was outside. Suddenly, there's a loud banging on the door. What in the world is that? Open the door, and there's sweet Sushi, panicking. She's a pip. I'm not really sure what the definition of a pip is, except to say... It's Sushi. She's cute and ornery and loves baggies. She loves Doritos and Cheetos and all things orange. I've caught her in the Doritos bag before. She steals anything she can get her mouth on. She doesn't eat it, just runs away with whatever's in her mouth. Members number seven and eight actually came from the kid's dad and are the most recent additions to the committee. Several months after we got Izzy, the kid's dad decided that he wanted to adopt a kitten for the kids at his house and he ended up with two orange tabby kittens. Then, in the spring of this year, he decided to move to Tennessee. His plan was to try to rehome the cats, and when he couldn't, he was going to surrender the cats to the shelter. But Grayson, my oldest, decided that in a year, when she's done with college, she can take them with her. So in the meantime, they live here with us. When they arrived, I began calling Bamboo Fat Cat and Yoda Super Fat Cat as they were typical large orange cats. They were strictly indoor cats at their old house, but with so many of our cats allowed to go outside, we decided to let them try it. It's been great exercise for both of them. They've dropped weight and are much healthier. They prefer laying in the sun during the day and sleeping inside at night. Both cats like to be around people. They're not lap kitties. They also love each other, but not other cats. They've started at least being tolerant of the other cats, but they're bullies. They're the reason Izzy won't come inside or working on their manners. Bamboo is the cool cat. Such a bossy bully. Yoda is slimming down and is quickly becoming super cat, minus the fat. Having so many cats is definitely entertaining. There's no privacy. You're never alone. There's a lot of poop to scoop and a lot of food to buy. But each cat has their own unique, wonderful personality, making them all an integral part of the cat committee. I hope you enjoyed getting to know my cats a little bit better. Remember, the things I share are my own experiences, unless credited otherwise. I do not offer advice or guarantee results. I am not a professional. 
We just happen to have a whole bunch of cats, and this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. For continued updates on the cats, please follow their Instagram or TikTok pages at a whole bunch of cats, or check out the website wholebunchofcats.com. You can also email me at wholebunchofcats at gmail.com if you have a story you'd like to share. And finally, if you enjoy hearing about the cats, please leave a review for this podcast. Thanks for listening and have a terrific day.